guest is Yelena Anter, who returns to join us for another interview. We talk about the importance of social media marketing and creating educational content that helps increase the level of engagement with your followers. Yelena talks about the importance of being consistent with your presentation, style, and responsiveness. And we finish off the conversation talking about Yelena's latest business venture, Cocktail Garnishes, which includes dehydrated and candied fruit garnishes, as well as many other items. You can find more information on Yelena's website, cocktail.vision, and the online store at chefrubber.com. Make sure you check them both out. Elaine is a great guest, and it's another interview you're going to enjoy. Okay, we're back with another episode of the Industry Podcast. My name is Kip. This is Dan. What's going on with you, buddy? Oh, you know, same bullshit as always. Just uh, <laughs> <laughs> hanging out, being awesome, complaining about first world problems that I have. So, yeah, yeah, yeah you? How things, yeah. how things going with you? Good, yeah. Same, same shit. Just trying to run the businesses. That's Sugar Run Downtown Kitchener. If you're in the area, that's the speakeasy. Or you can visit Babylon Sisters Wine Bar, Uptown Waterloo. Yeah, so just, uh, you know, getting by, running the businesses. Nice. Out of curiosity, with uh, now that we've gone to our normal, uh, as we complained about our winter for about six months, now we're in our tropical savanna summer mm-hmm. where it's about... Uh, 35, 40 Celsius with the humidity. Does that, how does that impact the uh, guest counts at bars and stuff for you? Uh, it's, well, it's weird. Um, it's, it's very still unpredictable. Like people are not coming out on weeknights still. It's very much concentrated on the weekends mm-hmm. and you just don't know when they're going to come out or at what time. So, so really, yeah, it hasn't changed much at all. No, still, it's pretty oh. much the same. Okay. Yeah. It's, 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 we're almost back, but not, but not where we need to be quite yet. So people get out of your house on the weeknights. You can do it. Yeah, well, you know, people like me get blackout drunk when they go out for two beers. Next thing you know, right. two beers turns into about 12 or so, and then... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yes. We, I should mention that Sugar Run will soon be open on Wednesday evenings as well. We're going to be doing a nice. stand-up comedy night hosted by this woman, Olivia, who is a head one of the head writers on that show, Letterkenny. Oh, nice. So, yeah, it'll oh, be cool. pro Toronto Comics, so you're going to want to check that out. Yes, for our non-Canadian uh, listeners, if you want to see a slice of rural Ontario, Canada, we're not too far from where we live, check out Letterkenny. It's uh, something else, and mm-hmm. it's very accurate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have an amazing return guest for you today. Elena Anter, our old friend, is coming back to join us. She's been super nice to do a, an extra long spot today because we had yet another person bail on us at the last second. That's yeah. becoming a little too common. I don't know. It's these these industry flakes. Yeah. Well, that <laughs> well, you yeah. didn't tell me it was going to be extra long spot. You said yeah. like 30 yeah. minutes. Yeah, it's going to be about three and a half hours. <laughs> yes. So get comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be as long as the new Elvis movie. Episodes, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, but, so before we start, we start that epic adventure. We should mention that if you want to be a guest on the show, you should DM us at the Industry Podcast on Instagram, or you can email us directly. Info at the industry club. Those are also the places to get in touch with us if you wish to sponsor the show. Zach Hanna does the artwork for the Instagram at zachhanna.co. You should check him out for all of your graphic arts needs. And uh, please subscribe, rate, review the show. It helps us out tremendously. That's Anything true. else you want to get off your chest before we talk to you, Elena? Well, there was this time back. Okay, in good. Yelena, <laughs> <laughs> how are you? <laughs> hey, guys. So Welcome good to, back. to Welcome see you back. and to hear you. Yeah. yeah, yeah thanks know. again for coming on the show. Yeah. So first things first, have you seen the new Elvis movie yet? 
No. You haven't? What the hell? <laughs> I haven't. I got, I, I got all the previews out of the way, and we're actually having a big party on Wednesday. Oh, okay. Where we're all going to dress up like Elvis and drink some PB&Js and <laughs> some, <laughs> <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> some fun festive cocktails. No, that's what, and I guess, eat PB&Js. We're going to do like a big office party. Oh, nice. We're all dressing up like Elvis, and then we're going to go <laughs> oh, and perfect. freak people out on the street. <laughs> oh, cool! That's yeah, fun. awesome. Yeah, there's plenty of Elvis impersonators in your neck of the woods Vegas? already. Yeah. <laughs> they all died out by now, you know. <laughs> actually, yeah. we, we got actually a big Elvis festival at, uh, in Collingwood. It's true, very summer. close to where we live. They yeah. do it every summer. A bunch of thousands of when, Elvis impersonators. When should I should I make a trip? You should uh, make a know, trip. Is, is it down. worth a trip? Yeah, mm-hmm. they haven't had it for a couple, obviously because of the COVID and stuff. But you know what? My neighbor happens to be a backup singer for Elvis impersonators. As a what a career, a backup yeah. singer. And I was gonna, I, I thought you were gonna say for Elvis, and yeah. I'm like, oh, that's so cool. You well, know, he is still alive. An Elvis impersonator. That's that's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> she does it. For, she does it for fun. Aim high. No, yeah. that, that's really that's really cool. Actually, that's fun. And uh, I've been wanting to visit you guys because you also have a cool show now at sugar run right yeah Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so you should be yeah you should definitely come down and check us Mm -hmm. out uh but yeah maybe when is that collingwood festival Uh, i don't know it was it was in august but i haven't seen anything announced this year i bet you oh probably around august 16th huh around Uh, the time he died Mm -hmm. oh is that right that's about Mm -hmm. right you would know All right. Well, we'll, uh, I'll send you the details. (laughs) (laughs) So one thing we should talk about right off the jump is you just had a big sort of, I don't know what you would call it, a milestone with uh, your social media followers on Instagram. Mm. Tell us about that. 50,000 followers. Actually, at this point, at this point, it's 54,000. And I think 500 or something crazy like that. It's been, it's been exciting, actually. Mm -hmm. Congratulations. Yeah, thank sure. you. Yeah, thank so, you very much. So let's talk a little bit about that, about how that affects your businesses, like and how important you think the social media is today to what you do specifically, or even to like what I do. Mm-hmm. Well, it's funny, right? Like when we first started talking about social media and uh, being an influencer. So I think 50,000 kind of puts me in the category of uh, being an influencer by now, right? I Wouldn't think you so. Say? Yeah. Right? You got to be funny, influencing like, somebody. Right. <laughs> <laughs> My friends are quitting their jobs and they wanted to they want to become influencers now. <laughs> they make a ton of money doing that. But uh, social media marketing is just probably the hottest uh, marketing nowadays because the paper obviously is outdated. TV, I don't know. I, personally, I don't watch a lot of TV. Social media is everything. Companies spend a lot of money on their social media marketing. I work with a, a few brands, a few companies, and it's quite amazing how much they pay just per post, per story, per feature. And when I first started my page about four years ago, four or five years, four years ago, I never thought that I would get to the point of actually getting paid for my posts and my Mm -hmm. features, right? And it's pretty cool. (laughs) So would you be able to do that and nothing else? Like I know you're a hustler, so you're not, you've got a 15,000 things on the go at all times, but like, (laughs) (laughs) but like, would you be able to make a living comfortably off just the social media aspect of it at this point? Uh, Not right now because I'm concentrating more on my product and you know, I haven't pursued that as a a full-time job, as a full-time career being an influencer sounds right. so weird like it sounds so weird to say that but 
if I made it a goal to make a career out of it, I think, you know, I think there's definitely an opportunity. I would have to start working closer with bigger uh, companies or bigger dist- uh, like distributorships, mm-hmm. maybe, or have a handful of smaller companies that need help in social media. But I think by now, I don't want to say I'm an expert, but I kind of have it figured out what people like, what people don't like, what creates uh, an engagement. Okay, good. Tell me, because I have no fucking clue. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's talk about cats. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) Yeah, so one thing I was like, one thing I find is kind of like a catch-22 for my business is my one business has been around for a while, like a year, it's almost before the pandemic even hit. So there, we're pretty well established, so we're doing well. But like you said, the only way to advertise right now is on social media. So for my other business that's newer, the Catch-22 what, what, is what's that, that. What's that the business that's newer? The Babylon Sisters bar. Okay. Uh, yeah. Um, it, the Catch-22 is that like the only way to reach people is over social media, but because we're new, we don't have that many followers yet. So it's like, mm-hmm. how do you get the followers so that you can advertise the business? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've been noticing you're actually doing a pretty good job, I was going to say, on posting more frequently. So that's probably one of the, well, one of the important things, I think, creating that schedule almost to the point that people expecting your posts. They right. want to see what you're up to, what, what, what's going on. Like lately, your posts been really engaging and makes me want to fly out and check yeah, out your there place you go. Perfect. See, I'm <laughs> all the way from vegas so i think just creating more engaging content is very important and more frequent content so you've been doing good posting but do it even more more posting yeah it's it is a second job though like it, it is so much time it's like wait, it's I, my I, first job seriously yeah, yeah it's like i wake up at yeah. six i wake up at six and it's like my first thing i have to catch up and you have to create content for the future posts and sometimes i don't know if you notice or not you might see something and you and you're like okay she didn't post it sometimes i get to it two months later oh yeah to the same content yes and how do you keep up with the photography because that like you gotta take the photo edit the photo so it looks proper and then get mm-hmm. it up like that takes a shit ton of time mm-hmm. as well mm-hmm. so i you know i I'm, i have a very good uh, photo hygiene but i still have forty thousand photos on my phone i take my photos with just my iphone right yeah. <laughs> all my tricks sometimes i take a hundred photos of a cocktail or a garnish or something and then i have to narrow it down and like you said edit it and with my content is also recipes. It's also a little story. So it's not super boring. It's a joke or whatever, whatever is relevant to the time or the cocktail that I'm posting. Sometimes it's a story of the company that I'm reviewing. So it does take a lot of work and mm-hmm. you just have to put time in. I don't watch TV. I just do my Instagram <laughs> at night. <laughs> I don't sleep. <laughs> yeah. Now, here's a question. Do you have to spend a lot of time interacting with comments and stuff as well on posts? Or do you just kind of limit it Very to like, important. Just, like a lot of them or just like half or like whatever? I, so I think uh, we all want to be, we all want to feel special, right? So yeah. when people write to me, they want to feel special by me responding to them. They're obviously... Mm-hmm. 
uh, watch my channel. They follow me. They admire me. They admire what I do. And like I see people, the second I post, they all over the post. They, you know, DM me or do um, like a a comment. I respond to everyone unless it's something obnoxious. Uh, those I should just kind of save and like (laughs) I do get some funny ones but yes I do respond to every single one I acknowledge their attention by my attention and by my time and you know you can post and ghost for only so long then people lose interest and they just they leave they move on to another channel so creating almost like friendships I guess I feel like is important to keeping your followers as well, retaining yeah, right. your followers. Man, that's going to be a lot of work. Yeah, like it how is. Many, how many of these quote-unquote friendships are you responding to on a daily basis? <laughs> <laughs> well, I respond, like I said, to every mm. comment. And if some of com- some of uh, posts get like 100 comments and like, uh, like 500 DMs, people wow. asking for it. A- another thing is also people asking for tricks and tips that's very important so if you can add uh, to your content for example i've been trying to figure out exactly how to help you as well so if you can not just post what you're doing as far as what the program is in your establishment but also like post a bartending trick or tip or a cocktail of the week right just make make it more not just make it educational make, mm. not just entertaining make it educational because people love to learn and if you can make it approachable for them they'll they'll come back if they can retain information out of your channel they will come back like so that's why i try to post uh, tricks and tips and engage with people on that level that's a good tip. See, this is why I'm just totally using you for information at this point. This is why we keep having you on. Show. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think so. I think first of all, to well, figure out your niche. Obviously, you already you've done that. You're not posting the pictures of your like everything and your neighbor, uh, right. so you know yeah. what your niche is and the compelling name. So figuring out your style, the style of your page, whether your photos are colorful or monochromatic or black and white, everybody has their own style. And just establishing that that style is important. It's very uh, appealing and comfortable to a human eye when they go on your page to not have a bunch of like mishmash photos, but to have a certain style. Right. It's soothing to the eye. Mm -hmm. That that is important. Uh, A lot of consistency. Obviously. Hmm? A lot of consistency. Cons- consistency is important, whether it's a style consistency, consistency uh, with responding to people. That's important. I respond within a day. Right. Holy unless shit. you really, unless you're really, really annoying. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, you do uh, probably not sleep. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't sleep that much. No. I don't sleep that much. Consistency with posts. Yeah. too so you want to like almost for it to be like a tv show that people are tuned in they expect you to post by a certain time it doesn't have to be every day it can be once a week it can be twice a week once a month but the consistency is very important right they they, they are going to wait for it because you are the entertainment you are right, the star yeah. right <laughs> okay so talking about like sort of making the the pictures look pleasing to the eye. One of your new ventures is the garnishing that you're doing with your cocktails now. And you've listened to a bunch of the shows, I'm sure. So you've probably heard my views on garnishes in general. But (laughs) 
I've been but, I've been avoiding your shows lately. Yeah. But, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's, a, it's a divided opinion in the industry, right? You is. are not a huge fan of the garnishes. Well, it's right? just it's good for Instagram for sure. But like when you're trying when you're, for like it's very important for that to make your cocktails look like that. But if, or when you're running a, the business side of it, I just find like takes a lot of time so it's a lot of labor you're paying for to make these perfect garnishes and often it slows them down while they're actually physically making the drinks for the guests as well and there's just a ton of waste right so that's why you buy cocktail vision garnishes there you go. from my new collection cocktail yes. fetish that way nobody's slicing limes nobody's dehydrating limes and right. you're not tossing them all at the end of the shift uh that's the beauty of dehydrated garnishes that we offer for example and we have not, we added nine uh, dehydrated garnishes and we still have four uh, candied garnishes. They, so here's my opinion on the garnishes. Let's start, let's start from the, from the very beginning. I think the garnish should be obviously appropriate, appropriate to the cocktail. Like it shouldn't be dehydrated fruit is great. Like it should elevate the um, the flavor profile of the cocktail and tell you about the ingredients of the cocktail, maybe a story. Now, if you put like a Lego piece or a little be- like toy car on top of my cocktail, it's like, what's, what's this? <laughs> but at the same time, I don't want this like gross, dried black lime that's been in who knows how many drinks in my cocktail either. Right. So there's a there's a fine line. You don't want to get too elaborate with your garnishes. You want them to be sensible. But I also believe back back to making your cocktails Instagrammable. It adds that art component, almost like a theater component to the presentation. And your guests will see something served at the other table and it's stunning. And they want they want to experience that as well. And they will order it. I want to have what they are having over there. I've done it personally myself. It's like, what's this over there? I want to try that, right? Yeah. I want to. I want to know what it is. And they will take a photo to remember, to share with with friends and family, to post on their social network. And that's your cheapest marketing is when people post about you, post about mm-hmm. your product, post about the experience. Hopefully it's a good experience and not a bad experience, but you're giving them an opportunity to, to share the experience, the great experience that they had, right? You also want to intrigue them and give them an experience that they can't recreate at home right. because we can all make a vodka tonic, put a, you know, dried lime and like old lime in there and then you know have a great great time at home but when they come to your bar and they experiencing a dragon fruit in the cocktail that they don't even know what the fruit looks like and it's seasonal and it's exotic and it's fun to take a photo of their cocktail they will come back for that experience right mm-hmm. so i i believe in sensible garnishes of course you don't want your bartender to take 20 minutes to create one cocktail unless you in a fancy tiki bar right and it's all about garnishing so you just want to find that you know that perfect middle ground with what works for your establishment but i definitely believe in garnishes Mm -hmm. so tell us a little bit about your this new project that you're doing then Uh, how do you what are the different garnishes that you actually have? What are the different kinds, and what are and where? How do you 
execute it? Like, do you, like, who's dehydrating all this fruit for you? So my whole line, Cocktail Vision line, is all uh, all about garnishes, right? right. Like, whether yeah. it's the cocktail fluffers where you spray gold dust or blue edible blue glitter on your cocktail, or if it's pastry rocks, pop your rocks off. <laughs> yeah. it, so gar- garnishes is not just that dehydrated fruit that you put on your cocktail. It could be a rim that creates a different experience for your, you know, for your consumer where, where with every sip, it creates this, you know, like, like crackling the pop rocks, we, yeah. you know, it's like, it's just different texture. So we have candied fruit and we have dehydrated fruit. So candied fruit is, almost like a garnish and a snack it's very um it's first of all it's delicious i'm not sure if i sent you guys any but we have a peach lollipop it's peach fuzz lollipop it's a candied peach coated in gold a rose gold glitter and it comes on a like a little stick that you can put on the side of the cocktail and they play with it. So interactive garnishes, I believe in oh. those as well, because mm-hmm. they want to, your your client wants to be part of the experience, right? They want to kind of do their own thing and you give them one cocktail and they make it into something else, right? They add that garnish into the cocktail that turns the cocktail shimmery or sparkly and it's fun for them. They play with it and it's delicious. So we have ginger, we have peach and we have pineapple nice and so those are candied garnishes and we just added a brand new line of fruit fetish <laughs> and it's <laughs> and it's all what's so funny about that what's your fruit fetish <laughs> sounds like a video i watched on red tube the other day. <laughs> right <laughs> Goes right after garnish full play. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we added four four garnishes. They're all dehydrated. It's lavender, lime, lemon, grapefruit, blood orange. I'm not going to go over all of them because I don't remember all of them. But they are premium uh, quality dehydrated fruit, best you've ever seen on the market. You will not be able to recreate it yourself, no matter how fancy of a dehydrator. You bought yourself on Amazon. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And you're not going to be able to, yeah, and you're not going to be able to hire enough people to actually do that. So, you know, people who try to do it themselves in the, in the bars, I kind of feel sorry for them because they obviously have too much time on the, on their hands to (laughs) actually dehydrate their own fruit, which will never be perfect. I'm very proud of this collection because it is absolutely stunning. It's perfection. I'm a perfectionist. So for me to bring something in and put my name on it, it has to be just absolute perfection. It's, uh, it has, well, obviously zero waste. We talked about it. Nobody's slicing anything. Nobody's dehydrating anything. So all the garnishes are shelf stable and they last a long time. So you just use what you use and it transfers to the next day, week, month, have a long Right. And what I like, uh, it's just looking at them on uh, your feed, the, uh, what I like about them is how thin they are. Like, mm-hmm. you would never be able to slice it that thin either. And like, uh, the, like and how perfect. This yourself. is actually my throwaway garnish. I'm showing it to you now because it's kind of like curly, but it's still. The curliness it's, it's is kind of cool, though. Yeah. It's kind of cool. It's artsy, yep. right? It's authentic, super thin. So they, they are stunning. When you 
put something on top of your cocktail, first of all, how long did, did it take you to just put it on your, I don't know, pina colada? I'm not sure. I need to see your menu. I need to know what you yeah. guys serve. <laughs> <laughs> so it doesn't take you a lot of time to right. just garnish, but the cocktail looks completely different. And I believe that it adds value to the drink. You can charge more for it because all of a sudden they're getting something they're getting something fancy. They're getting something that they've seen on the Instagram or on the TV show mm. that some like celebrity would drink just right. by adding a beautiful piece of garnish on top. So, and I don't know if this is something you don't want to tell us. If so, then we can edit it out. But the, how, like, how do you actually execute it? Like, who is slicing up all the fruit and dehydrating it for you? I have a manufacturer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so all our product is uh, produced in Texas. So I, I'm not yeah. personally. I'm not making my no. Uh, yeah, you know, paper thin yeah. pineapples yeah. in my kitchen. So no, I'm, I'm not doing that. <laughs> you don't have time. You're too busy posting I, on social no, media. <laughs> I have a I have a manufacturer that produces that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So that so you outsource that part of the business, and then but you mm-hmm. obviously have creative control over what you're getting, what products you're getting. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And uh, they, some products are seasonal. We started with nine different uh, categories and then we'll, we'll see where it goes. Yeah. You, I mean, you, it seems like you're coming out with something new constantly. It's amazing. You you're have working. to. That's yeah. another thing, right? right? To, to keep them engaged because they can, you know, and we have big accounts like Win and Cosmo, see Resorts World in Las Vegas, just a, just a few really big accounts that love the product and they will keep ordering because they they just go so fast through it. But you still have to keep them engaged after the me- after the summer menu is done. They are onto the fall menu, so you need to have new product for them to want to use in their fall cocktails, for example. Right. Yeah, a win. That's like these are huge accounts for you. That's amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. Very excited. Super yeah. excited about it. Nice. So if you go to Vegas and you're visiting these big name casinos, you can have cocktail vision garnishing. That's, that's awesome. That's right. They're not gonna tell you it's cocktail vision though. No, of course. You not. know that. <laughs> but, but that's why we're telling them. <laughs> that's yeah. right. Yeah. Uh, all right. So let's say we're a bar or a restaurant or just for your home, like where where do we go to find cocktail vision products? So first of all, Cocktail Vision, right? Um, Instagram, cocktail.vision. And, and you and have a link to all the info right is, there. Yeah. Right, all the info yeah. is there. But if they want to purchase it directly, like for bigger accounts, they deal directly with my distributor, which is Chef Robber. Okay. Which you'll plug it in too, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Chefrobber.com, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I'll have a link to that in the show notes as always. Okay. Awesome. Well, and the last thing we should talk about before we let you go, thanks again for doing this, is that in what, like about Nola. a month's, uh, month's time, yes, <laughs> we're going to be doing some uh, live industry podcast interviews in New Orleans for the 50th anniversary of Tales of the Cocktail. You get to 50th talk. 50th or the 20th? 20th? 50th? 20th. I, don't know. I think thing, it's eh? 20th. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll get it right by the time we get there. After 20, it's all downhill. <laughs> yeah. Don't say that. <laughs> Yelena and I will be taking some time to walk around and interview people at the show for the podcast. So if you are no if you're listening and you're gonna be there, you should DM me at the industry podcast or email info at the industry club so we can arrange a time to meet up with you otherwise we'll just be we'll just be doing spot up interviews wherever 
We'll just kind of attack you and yeah, that's right. <laughs> <just> <laughs> strap you down and interview you. Yeah, just like they did in the old days. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> uh, all right, Yelena, thanks so much again for doing this. Uh, you're always great coming on. A great repeat guest. We'll be talking to you again next month, and we I will be seeing you in New Orleans. All right, I'll see you there. All right, thanks. Thanks very much. Bye, guys.